Right, I'm just uh, trying to put my tea out of the way because if I leave my cup of tea next to me, I'm bound to spill it over everything. But that's the thing, isn't it? I do that when, when, I'm, in, when I'm in my cupboard doing cleaning and then I get a drink. Yeah. I'm always ready because there's not much room to... You can't swing a cat in there. No. Not that, not that, you, not that I've got a captain face. It'd, it'd be even worse swinging a Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm sorry, I've never tried swinging a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crikey. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't kind of pick up on it yesterday. You said you'd written a few songs yesterday, and when I listened back to what you said, now it might be coincidence or it might be yeah. by design, the titles of those songs seem to come across as being about lockdown. Yeah, but that, they, they were, yeah. Right, so it wasn't just my imagination. No, 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 no. They, they were all about lockdown. Funny enough, Run for the Hills was written years ago. But, yeah. But it, it's funny how it's it in Cabin Fever, Dustin Water, Not You, Mr. Johnson, Hugs, and a couple others were written in, in, in lockdown. A few more that I've written, but I can't remember the names now. Right. Is Cabin Fever Cabin Fever about being, you know, isolated indoors? Yeah. And it's all about, you know, it's about all the, 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 what's, what's happening, really, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just talking about being 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 close to someone, locked away. Yeah. But you know what's, got, what's going on outside, mm. you know? And about new new re- rebirth and everything, you know, about new life coming in, new life being born into this kind of world where people are dying, you know, and, and new life coming in, new life in, and, and life, not even the whole life, just life goes out, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like that. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like it, what you call um, kind of circle life kind of thing, but not a circle of life that you would choose, you know, it, you know what I mean? It's not a natural circle of life. Yeah. Well, is it, that is the same principle as um, something that happened to us when. Uh, my first girl, we found out that she, uh, her wife was pregnant on yeah. the on the day of nine eleven. So, wow. I, so as all those all that footage was, you know, playing out in real time, the towers coming down and everything. Yeah, that is when we found out, and and it was just my initial reaction was, oh, what are we bringing somebody into? Well, exactly, isn't it? But the joy. The joy of finding out that kind of thing, yeah, combined with watching people's life being extinguished through no fault of their own, it's a kind of I don't I don't know what the word to use there. It's it's a kind of it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because you wanna you, you obviously you're elated, you know, but then you think look at what's happening. As you say, what you're bringing into the world, what kind of world are we living in? I know, and it's a similar. As I say, it's a similar principle as what's happening at the moment because of all the lockdown and the virus. Well, yeah, it is. It is, and it's 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 a hard one, isn't it? Because as just a as a normal human being, you know, I'm one of these people that I like to see and believing for me. Yeah, and, and I use common sense. I know a lot of people do a lot of digging and come up with a lot of facts from what people have written about stuff and. And, you know, people come up with, you know, and I always feel to myself... Um, Do you want to see it with your own eyes? Yeah. Unless I'm there when this person is, is doing this scientific research or coming up with this stuff and then putting it out and it sounds really truthful yeah. to bend your mind to what someone else believes in. I use, I just use my own common sense on life and how I see things. Because I, I always think to myself, it's always reading someone's paper and someone's research on what they say. But then again, they're just telling you what they believe. Well, I was just about to interject and say, yeah, everybody's biased in some way. So even if some scientist has written, you know, that he or she has written this paper and it's taken three years of research, yeah, that is still a person who's written it who has beliefs in something. 
And I know they say they can divorce themselves from that, but they can't because they're a person. No, exactly. And and some people treat those stuff as like as facts and say and say, well, look, look, look at this is happening. This is happening. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, that, that's fine. But I don't I don't dig and look for facts or anything. I just use my own common sense. Yeah. Of what I think. You're like you're like me. You like to see it yeah. rather than be told it. Yeah, I like to. I want to form with it my own opinion. You know, I don't want to. I think so. It's 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 a hard it's a hard one to think. It's common common sense. That's what I I always use. I mean, I'm you know what I mean. I'm I'm no brain of Britain. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you're saying about common sense, but I always have. I always have a sort of antagonism to that term common sense because what I call common sense might be different to what you call common sense. Exactly, is different to what your next door neighbour or somebody down the road called common sense. Exactly, there's no, there is absolutely nothing common about common sense. There's nothing common between us all. No, 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 no. It's, that's relatable to you as an individual, isn't it? Absolutely. And so when somebody says to you, we should do it like this, it's common sense. And no, no, that's what that's your belief. It's not a sense that is common to everybody. <laughs> yeah. There is no such thing. There's no scientific thing as common sense. It's just a concept. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is where people, when you see some debates on Facebook, where people start calling each other names and the stuff, it's like, right, it's a debate. I don't expect anyone. I'm giving my opinion on something. Yeah. And um, and that's it. It's not my, I'm not trying to force my opinion down anyone's throat. Mm. You know, it's just, it's just my opinion of what I think. And if it's, if it's not, what you think then that's fine it's cool because you know there was something um on facebook a few days ago uh, i can't even remember what the issue was but the warrington guardian had said had, had, had run a story and then they published it on facebook saying what do you all think about this and i can't even remember what the issue was and it did seem to be predominantly well about 70 or 80 percent of the people responding were in favor of whatever it was but i i felt like i disagreed with it so i just said well i don't agree with it i mean i didn't make any big deal of it i just said well i don't really agree with it i think there's there might be another way but i then got something like 30 or 40 responses of abuse and i hadn't said you're all wrong and i'm right i just said you know i think there's a different way <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And, and, and in the comments, people were saying things like, you're just stupid, it's common sense to do it this way. <laughs> common sense is an arg a, a, a concept people use to try and prove their argument, which is just an opinion. It's not a fact, it's an opinion. Anyway, moving on or moving backwards, more importantly, Elvis is king. Tell me about Elvis is king. Because whenever I've heard you doing your own songs at your open mics and places... yeah. Yeah. I've always liked them, but I've only ever heard you doing it with your guitar and a vocal, so I wasn't really expecting a full production. Where did you record it, by the way? I recorded it in, um, in Wavertree, in a studio in Egbert. Uh, this guy, because someone, someone a, a musician from Liverpool, I know, she recorded with this guy, and she told me, she, well, she put it on Facebook and said he was really good. Right. So I thought, well, she's a really good musician, so if she says he's good, then he, he must be good, you know what I mean? So I just got in touch with him. How did you go about recording it? Did you just go in and say, this is the structure of the song and then leave it for him to arrange it? Or did you say, I want it like this? How did, how did you work it out? Well, what, what I did, I, I went over and played him a few songs and I said to him, right, um, you, you pick which song you think you like and you want to record because I didn't want to, I said to him, right, I'm going to play a few songs. A lot of these songs, you tell me which one you like and you want to record. And Elvis is King is the one that stuck out to him. Yeah, he said. He said. He said to this thing. He said, "I like it." He said, "You know, you write. You can tell. You can write a song that 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 goes without saying." Yeah. But he, then he said, um, "I want to work with it. I want to. I want to record Elvis is King." So I was like, "Well, cool." 
So what what was your um, involvement in terms of, obviously you've done the vocal, but did you play the guitar on it? Or did you play any other instruments? Yeah, I played the guide acoustic track, Yeah, which is just background. Yeah, you know, and then we got we got um, a guitarist in to to do the you know proper guitar. Yeah, and a bass player to play a proper bass, and a a, a, a drummer in. Altogether, how long did it take to record it and mix it? It took about I think it took about was it we done it in probably in about two weeks. It was quick, you know what I mean. It was quick. Yeah, you know. So and that that, that was the thing. It was you know went down record went back and you know and then went back did vocals and went back did some more vocals then. Then when they sent it to the drummer, to, sent it to London to a drummer to, to do it. Did you know the musicians beforehand? No, I didn't know the musicians before. He recommended them because he'd worked with them before. Yeah, I think they did a great job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the bass player, the bass player, a, a guy, he, he he just picked it up. He was like on it straight away. Once he, once he heard the, the song, he was like, all right, this is the bass player. And he played a few times and he was straight in. And... I think that's the first thing I noticed about it because when you released it, I remember posting to you and just saying, this is... Junior, this is really good. Who played the bass? And I, and I seem to remember you replying, but I can't remember who you said it was. But it, it did, it stuck out to me, the bass. Um, and I don't know why, yeah. it just seemed a very fluid, melodic bass line. Yeah, it's a simple song. But, as, but finding the right bass to it, and bouncy, you know, something that's bouncy and solid, you know, the beat you hear, you hear something. Yeah. And he came up with that, and, you know, he, he sat there and he listened to it. Is it E minor, G, C, and B7? Yeah. I thought it was, but I wasn't absolutely certain, and I wasn't sure because you, you know, we talked about yesterday about detuning your guitars and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I can't remember if I did Capo on or the Capo off <laughs> where we go So it was written, you know, there the chords, you know what I mean? Just movable up and down. Yeah. But then we put the Capo on it, those shapes, you know what I mean? And at some point, because I'm trying to, everything's a blur at the moment. I can't remember what, what you know, from day to day. But it seems to me that you released it about two months ago, maybe three. I released it in July. And I noticed maybe oh, a few weeks later, in fact, I can probably remember when it was, because I think it was your birthday, that you had a get-together in the garden. Oh, yeah. And there was about there was about nine of you all, all doing it. Well, that was, that was my, uh, my birthday. It's simple. It's, it's, you know, the simplest, the best songs are the simplest. I'm not saying I'll just give you the best song, you know what I mean? Well, it's the simplest, the simple... Um... No, well, that's that always, interest, always interests and intrigues me because I've always been, and, and I've never really got into songwriting in such a long time apart from just recently, but in my youth, I was constantly doing it. And I always wanted songs that were quite complex, but, well, deceptive, deceptively simple, but were quite complex in the terms of Paul Weller always does that. Yeah. And McCartney always does that. They always sound, yeah. when you listen to them as just the average person, you just listen to them and you just think, well, you know, they're a very simple song, but they're actually much more complex. Yeah. But of late, watching people writing songs, whether it's superstars or people I know, they're writing more and more. I wouldn't say simple songs because that's not the right word, but the, the chord sequences are less complicated, and it seems to be it benefits from it. Well, it, it is. I, I, but to, for me, as a as a songwriter, and I call myself a songwriter because that, that's what I do. I write songs. Yeah. I always, I always think the melody is the the main thing. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm a hundred percent on that. The, that the melody for me that drives a, a hook. Something that, that you like, that you can, that you hear, that you want to listen to. Yeah. And I, and I, I'm, I mean, I'm probably my, I'm my worst critic in respect to songwriting. If I, if I write a song and I don't like, I won't play it. 
every song that I play, that I have written, that I play, a song that I like myself, that I, and there's loads of songs that I've written. I've got loads of songs that I've written in, but that I've never played live yet. I'm still thinking, I'm still, I've written them and they're there, and I've never, I've, I've not got them live at all, because I'm thinking to myself sometimes, um, I'm still working out in my, in my, in my head whether I like them or not. Are you criticising them melodically or lyrically? The first thing I do when thinking about writing a song is the melody. Yeah. The lyrics always seem to come second, and that's a bit of a weakness in my, in me. Yeah. Lyrics are important, but there's no, there's no order for me with, with how I write songs. There's no order. It, it could be lyrics. It could be it could be the music first. It could be I could get a chorus first of a song. I could get just one line. So there's no order. I just however the song comes, it comes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just I just go with that. But I have to. I always, I always, I mean obviously you're talking about songwriters. This Stevie Wonder. What a songwriter he is. And I always try when I'm writing lyrics. I always try to make my lyrics instead of writing the obvious. Sometimes, I mean, some people might say that I write the obvious, I use the obvious, but sometimes I try and not write the obvious line of a, of a line, so, you know what I mean, of songs. Mm. Sometimes I try not to make stuff rhyme. And so I try I try all kind of different techniques. I mean, I, I, did, a, I did a thing where I started, I just told myself, well, how many songs I could write in the first three frets of the guitar? And I wrote loads of songs in the first three frets of the guitar just using those, the chords in those three frets. And some of them are good, and some of them are not so good. Some of them are played, and some of them I haven't played, and some of them I haven't played for years. I think that I think for me, songwriting is something that you, you you can do or you can't. I don't. You, I think you can teach someone technique, techniques and skills of songwriting. But I think I think you can either write a song or you can't. I just that's how I think. I don't think you can because there's no, there's no there's no. I don't think there's any so songwriting. I think for me, you can you can write a song any any which way you want to write a song. You don't have to follow any rule of songwriting. I know people do, but I I I, you, I don't follow any rule in songwriting. I just pick the guitar up and I just play what I want to play. I don't want to play and put stuff together that might even that the the might people might think oh that they don't go together. But if I like something. I'll make it go together. We went to, me and my mate Darren, uh, we went to Lippa in, a, in the 90s, some writing course for the year, um, with a guy who was in Sisters of Mercy. And that was great because we, when we, um, I was just writing songs. I was just, you know, I just had songs. And he, this guy, what it happened, the way it happened, it was like, someone told us about it. And then we had to send some tapes into Lippa to this music. This guy, he was uh, teaching the songwriting course at Lippa. And then he had to listen. Obviously, you know, loads of people in Liverpool would be sending stuff in. And we sent stuff and not expecting anything back. Yeah. And we got a we got a, a letter telling us, yeah, back in the days when they used to get letters. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Completely sort of on a tangent again. It always makes me think this. The, the, talking about this virus thing, you say that you know the virus can live on hard surfaces, but there's no evidence to say that they can live on letters we push through your door. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I know exactly. And that was ridiculous. And then, and we got we got there and it was the funny thing about it, I'd just written a song. Yeah. Called um I would really like. And uh, I was using chords that I I, I I I was writing a song by James Ingram, I think called Yama Be There. And so I like one of the chords. Do you know I don't think I know that one? That, yeah, it's a song it's a, it's, it's I think it's James, James Ingram and Michael um what's his name? The the the, the guy oh, Michael, I can't think of his name, but cracking soul singer. So I left it. And when I went to Lippa, I played this song to him. And he said, he asked me, he said to me, um, so what called that then? And I went, I don't know. I said, you're the pop star, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, we got on like a house of fire, you know what I mean? Because 
I wasn't being because I mean, all all the students were there, you know, all the liberal students were there, and they probably read music and stuff. And I wasn't going to be pretentious, pretending yeah. that I knew anything about music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, I just, and he was like, he, we got we we had me down in this one. We got like the house of fun. He really looked after us, and you know, he record he recorded us, and you know, he really it was really it was really it was really a great time. Brilliant, you know, brilliant. Going to Lipman, you know, and studying that. And we played loads of gigs down there, you know. It was really great back in those days. And I know a few people have been there, actually studied there, and, and they've turned out to be incredible musicians. There's a guy I know called Craig, a uh, brilliant pianist. Uh, I think I think he's a great vocalist as well, but he, he never seems to push himself on the vocals. In fact, he always seems to get other people to do the vocals for him, which I think is really odd because I think he's got a fabulous voice. I'm not sure if you know him. Do you know him, Craig Smith? He's, he's sort of local to me, Stotton Heath area. I probably, I probably know him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I probably know him. It, it, yeah, there's, I probably, you know that many people, Mark. It's hard to remember everyone's name. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. And I get embarrassed sometimes because people come to me, hi, Junior. And I'm like, hi, hi. I'm like, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm digging deep in the repertoire to find a name. Like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> well, it, it makes no difference to me, even if they tell me their name, because I, I I don't retain names. There's some sort of issue that I've got with my brain. I cannot remember people's names. You have to tell me thirty or forty times, and it's and if I see that person every day, I'll remember the name. But if I don't see them for maybe a month, and and it can and it can be as short as a month. If I don't see them for a month, I won't have a clue of their name. I remember I played I played a game in a Kirby. Yeah. When I went in, played the gig, and the girl comes to me, and she goes, "You don't remember me, dear." And I was like, um, "No." She goes, "We went to uni together, and 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 then she pulls the photo of me and her together, and we like you know on a night out with all the uni and all that." Yeah. And it was a group, and we're there, and I'm like, I'm I, I felt embarrassed. Kind of even worse in a sense for me that I can't not just that I can't remember names. Out of context, I can't place a person, even if I know them very well. If I don't expect to see that person, I might know very well, in a familiar place that I'm expecting them to be at, I won't know who it is. And it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. There's a song in there somewhere, Mark. I'm sure there is. What are, you, what are you doing now in terms of doing any more recording? That's not me making a pitch to you. I'm just wondering. At the studio, you know, the studio in Witness. Yeah. Is that is that where I recorded? I recorded a Gareth there, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did a, I recorded a live album there. Help me out with some home recording stuff. Wow! I'm at the moment. I'm using GarageBand. I'm learning to use GarageBand and recording with an interface. You're not a luddite anymore. You, you know me, right? I didn't have. I didn't even know what an interface was. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, 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 This is brilliant news for me because it means that you can record at home, and then I'll, if you want me to, I can take those files you've recorded and mix them together for you, and then you know you've got your complete song. Well, that's it. I'm working on, on, on stuff on, you know, recording vocals, recording my guitar and stuff like that, you know. So yeah. I'm just working, I'm working my way through GarageBand and learning how to use GarageBand. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's not easy because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a technical kind of bloke. So things that things are, is going to take me twice as long as a normal person to, to get a grip with, you know what I mean? So. Oh, I'm, I'm really pleased you're doing it. <laughs> Okay, right, I'll go. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon then. Cheers then. Okay, you take care. Thanks a lot. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. A nobleman and a bishop, a hermit and a monk, was talking about religion in a place full of drunks from 
the lounge to the kitchen There was money cooks and thieves There were people of the night And service for the fee There were dancers on the tables People standing at the bar And luck drawn in their sorrows And smoking big cigars There was Elvis from the jukebox Singing jailhouse rock Then in came a lawman And told him all to stop They told him Elvis is king Started as the drink began to work. The nobleman he was clever, so he started taking notes. The bishop started praying, looking up to the sky. The hermit and the monk, well, they just closed their eyes. Then someone shied over. What would Elvis do? He wouldn't have let anyone step on his blue stage shoes. The place started to empty. As it was closing time And the last song on the jukebox was You're always on my mind You're singing 